Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about a situation where you're treating algae or staying in the pool, and you actually make things worse. And I'll go over some things that you can do to correct it sometimes, but mainly I'm going to go over some cautions so you can avoid damaging the pool surface when you're treating it for anything whether it be algae or stains. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. I think the best way to think of a plaster pool is think of it as if you're looking at your driveway. Now, the driveway has various different colorations and stains, and you may take some drastic actions, maybe to remove oil or rust stain on on that surface. And after you look at the driveway afterwards, you'll notice that wherever you cleaned up that stain, there's some kind of mark left there by your treatment. You know, maybe it's even a lighter color than the rest of the driveway. Now translate that to a plaster pool, and you can see some of the danger with treating stains or rubbing that plaster to get a stain off or algae off. So you got to be cautious when you're treating plaster, even more so cautious in a fiberglass or vinyl pool. If the color, if the plaster is colored, you want to also be very cautious too because it's basically just a dye in the plaster. And anything that you put on the surface that will cause that dye to fade out in that area is going to leave a permanent bleached out stain on that colored plaster. Although Pebble Tech is extremely durable, you can damage the Pebble Tech surface also in various treatments or methods that you're using to treat any kind of stain on the Pebble Tech as well. So here's my caution to you. If you're going to do any kind of treatment, I think look at it as your driveway in front of your house. Would you want to have a certain portion of your driveway discolored and damaged? And in the same respect, the customer is probably not going to like it if there's a spot in the pool that's damaged or discolored. So the main damage that's done with algae treatment is the treatment of black algae. This can be really aggressive and it can be annoying and so you want to treat it. And sometimes you go overboard and you're going to damage the pool surface trying to get rid of the black algae. One way to damage that pool surface is when you use the trichlor granular. And this is a popular treatment in the industry. It's probably been around before even granular trichlor was invented. Believe it or not, when I first was working for a company back in 1989 in Fontana, California, I still remember the guy's name. It was um, Bruce Featherington, and he would buy these 100-pound barrels of trichlor. They came in these kind of cardboardishy barrels with a metal lid with a clamp, kind of old school. But the trichlor, I mean, we started using trichlor in the 90s, and so he was one of the first ones to really order this bulk trichlor and use it on the route. And on the bottom of the bucket was always this dust or powder granular type trichlor. And we started using it 
to treat black algae in pools. We started using it on our green to cleans. Now, one caution is we had some above-ground pools on the route back then. It was pretty horrible, by the way, doing above-ground pools in Fontana, California. But basically, the you know the the mistake we made was using some of this in one of those vinyl pools, and it ruined the the vinyl. So we realized very quickly that you couldn't use the dust from the trichlor buckets in a vinyl pool. This is before the internet really existed. There was no information online about it. So you kind of had to do things and figure it out yourself. And so right away we realized that, okay, we can't use this on a vinyl pool for sure. And we probably just want to use this on white plaster because we noticed that using it on darker plaster did fade the plaster a little bit. And this was more of a, a dust versus a granular. And the granular trichlor is something that started becoming popular you know, soon after that, I guess in the 2000s, it was widely used. You had Hassa Algeban, and then you had Pool Season with their granular trichlor. And one thing about the granular trichlor, and I think Pool Season, by the way, was a finer granular than the algae ban. One thing we noticed when using this is that if any of the granular trichlor piled up in the corner, because you know how the pool slopes, and there's kind of an area where um, you know, anything you put in there, even dirt will pile up on the corners of the pool. If you ever had like a windstorm and you cleaned it and then you see the dirt and most of it's like piled up on the slope of the pool. Well, we found out that if you use granular trichlor and any of that is sitting on the slope, it's going to burn the plaster and make it like a yellow brown color because, you know, trichlor does have acid in it. I think the pH is around four. And so that acid on the surface will definitely cause the burn on the plaster. So one of the cautions when using granular trichlor to treat black algae in a white plaster pool or an older color plaster pool, when I say older, I mean, you know, 12, 15 years, where the dye is already fading and you'll see white speckles everywhere in that pool, then basically it's safe to use the trichlor. Now, if you have a white, if you have a color plaster pool and it's totally uniform and it looks great, I would 100% avoid using granular trichlor in that pool. Same with Pebble Tech, the trichlor can actually burn the Pebble Tech and leave that kind of brown stain. Now, if you have like a tan colored Pebble Tech, it'll leave like darker brown tan stains. If you have like a darker black color Pebble Tech, it may start to bleach out that color and leave, you know, darker stains in some cases also. So don't use the granular trichlor in Pebble Tech pools, fiberglass pools, vinyl pools especially, and colored plaster pools that don't have any discoloration already. And so if you do use a granular trichlor, it's highly effective against black algae. You would brush the heads off the black algae with a stainless steel brush. And then you would sprinkle the granular trichlor. And believe it or not, a little goes a long way. So you don't really want to have the whole bottom of the pool covered in it, like a big white blanket of granular trichlor. Just a little bit here and there over the black algae stains if you can. Now, of course, turn the pool off leave it off 24 hours so that the return jets don't stir up anything. And this is an effective way to treat the black algae, as long as you don't let the granular trichlor pile up anywhere on the plaster. Sometimes around the main drain, you got to be careful because there's a little slope area and you don't want any of that piling up there. And if you really feel like you can't do this without damaging the plaster, maybe you're inexperienced, then I would say don't use the granular trichlor period for the black algae treatment. You can use CalHypo, and bags of CalHypo are pretty effective because they'll stay on the bottom of the pool, depending on the, the water temperature. 
I would say Calhype was more effective in colder water because it doesn't dissolve as fast. And you can dump, you know, pounds of Calhypo in, on the bottom of the pool without causing a problem. I guess the only caution with Calhypo, if, if there's any copper in the water, you may see the Calhypo oxidize and see black stains on the bottom of the pool. Don't worry, those will fade away once the chlorine level drops down. But that's not a very common problem usually. And the black algae is easily treated with Calhypo also in a lot of cases. Now in the peak of summer when it's like the water temperatures in the 80s and sometimes in the 90s, probably not as effective because it'll dissolve rapidly. One thing I've been experimenting with is breaking up the um, Pool Life Calhypo tablets. And I've done this already on a couple of pools that had really bad algae and I didn't want to use the trichlor granular there. So I took a couple of the Pool Life Calhypo tablets and I broke them up with a rubber mallet. And then I sprinkled the Calhypo tablets. You know, they were still in kind of tablet form, almost like a granular Calhypo now. And I sprinkled them on the algae. And sure enough, it took care of it, no problem. And it stayed on the plaster sometimes for up to a day, maybe two days, depending on how big the chunks were. And I found it to be highly effective. So one thing you can probably do, instead of using the granular trichlor going forward, get some Pool, pool Life Calhypo tablets, break them up into a granular type form where there's some small chunks and larger chunks, and then just go ahead and broadcast it over the algae. And you'll find that it's really effective. The Calhypo tablets from Pool Life have a element in there that makes them slow dissolving. So all automatically they're not going to dissolve right away like a bag of powdered Calhypo or scoop of powdered calhypo. Now I wouldn't use dichlor to do this because dichlor will pretty much, once it hits the surface, it's gone within a minute or two because it's really fast dissolving. I guess you could put piles of it on something, but I've never had really good success with dichlor because it is pretty fast dissolving in the water. If it's really cold, it probably will stay on the surface longer, but I found that the trichlor granular or the calhypo or the calhypo tablets crushed up is much more effective on black algae and effective on really uh, aggressive green algae that's in the pebble tech pool also. One thing you probably don't want to do is use maybe a copper algaecide with the calhypo to treat the black algae. The copper algaecide by itself will actually get rid of the black algae over time. It's going to take a lot longer. It's a lot slower and it's not something that the customer likes because it takes you know sometimes weeks for the black algae to start to fade using a copper algaecide or something like the PoolRx. But I did mention earlier that if you are using copper in the pool and you do put calhypo on the surface, it chances are it's going to oxidize, especially if you're using a copper algaecide, and it's going to cause that black staining on the bottom, which is really scary looking and it looks, you know, devastating. But again, it'll fade over time. So to avoid that effect, if you're going to use copper to treat the black algae, then you probably want to sanitize that pool with liquid chlorine or trichlor tablets and not use calhypo in there for that reason, because you're going to have an elevated copper level and you wouldn't want the oxidation of the calhypo to kind of leave, you know, temporary stains on that plaster. I mentioned vinyl pools and fiberglass pools, and sometimes you're going to get black algae even in a fiberglass pool. It should brush off really easily with a regular nylon brush. And I haven't, I haven't had black algae in a vinyl pool. I don't think that's, it may be possible, but I haven't run into that. And if you do have dark algae in a vinyl pool, just use a regular nylon brush. And then superchlorinate that pool with liquid chlorine, and that should take care of the algae problem, no problem. And you can use, of course, algicides. Now, chlorine by itself is highly effective against algae, 
and you don't need an algaecide unless you want to use one. The algaecide kind of speeds things up, you know, sodium bromide or a copper-based algaecide or a polyquat algaecide will speed up the process because those some of those are EPA-registered, you know, algaecides or algae killers. Others like copper just destroy the algae by the nature of the product. And then sodium bromide does have a an element in it that kills the algae as well. So there's, you know, some use for algaecides, and I think it's a great thing to use to speed up the process. Some algaecides affect the chlorine level, like sodium bromide. So make sure you know everything about the algaecide you're using. Most people prefer to stick with one algaecide, one type of algaecide. I think the PoolRx is great for treating algae. And it's one of those things you can use in the pool without worrying about damaging the pool surface. Because over time, it'll destroy just about every type of algae in the pool. But be careful when you're using a small wire brush. I wouldn't use a stainless steel wire brush in a vinyl pool or a fiberglass pool. They're perfectly safe in a plaster pool, a you know quartz pool, a pebble tech pool. And you may need to use a, a steel brush anyway, aggressively, to brush the algae. Be very cautious of using something like a rust stone. Another popular tool that I like is the stain eraser. It's, an, it's a tool that attaches to a pool pole. And you can use that to aggressively brush algae off the bottom. But be careful because that can also mar the surface. Again, I go back to the driveway of your house. Anything that will mar the driveway surface will probably mar the pool surface as well. And so if you're using like a rust stone or the stain eraser and you're aggressively rubbing one area of the pool... You may leave a mark on there, you know, a streak of discoloration. So be careful also using a tool like that. You know, Purity Pools does sell a spot acid washing kit. And I have the small version in my garage. And I would recommend using these with caution as well. If you're trying to remove a stain on the bottom and using one of these spot acid washing kits, you should know what you're doing and maybe experiment on an old pool on your route that's, you know, got chips in the plaster. It looks terrible already. And try removing a few stains in there to get, get the hang of how much acid to put in there and how long to leave it on the spot before you use it in like Mr. Jones's new pool that has like a, you know, had, you know, some staples fall in there or, or a nail fall in there. You're going to try to get it out. I think ascorbic acid is much safer and it's something that you can put in a, you know, some kind of nylon container and put it on the spot. You can use vitamin C tablets from Costco and put them on the rust stains and rub them. You can also rub them if you can reach them on the step area. Ascorbic acid is much easier, safer, I should say, to use in a vinyl and fiberglass pool as well. And I would avoid using these spot acid wash kits from Purity Pool until you're really good at using it and know that you're not going to make things worse. I think the bottom line is you don't want to make things worse than they already look in the pool. And if you are going to treat a rust stain or something like that, let the customer know that when you treat the stain, they may notice a little discoloration of the plaster. I mean, prep the customer of how it's going to look afterwards because you already know how it's going to look by doing it in their pools. And let them know that if you're going to rub the rust stain off, there may be a little bit of a discoloration in that area because, of course, the rust stain damaged the plaster or surface of the pool. And you're going to rub it off and make it look a lot lighter. But you may not get rid of the stain altogether. You're going to use ascorbic acid. It does work highly effectively on vinyl and fiberglass. Not quite as effective on plaster, but if you do it correctly, you can rub off a lot of rust stains using the ascorbic acid treatment versus like a physical object to use the rub it off. I re really would avoid using the rust stones they sell at your supplier because you can scratch the plaster very easily if you haven't used those. You know, we used to use them all the time in the 90s, 
but I know a lot of people have damaged and scratched the plaster with them. So be very careful of something that, that can mar the pool surface. And I would always advise you to err on the side of caution. If you're going to use granular trichlor, you have the potential of burning the customer's plaster in the, in the slope areas or around the main drain or anywhere where it piles up in the pool. And if the black algae clears up or the algae clears up and then you have a discoloration of the plaster, what's worse, having the algae there or having the discoloration that's permanent? I would say, of course, having permanent discoloration is much worse. And it's hard to explain to the customer that you treated the black algae or you got their pool back from being green, but the plaster is ruined or damaged. So you don't want to be that person that has to tell the customer or the customer points it out to you saying, before you did the treatment, there was no brown stains in my white plaster. Now I see these brown stains everywhere. Now, sometimes a drain and acid wash can give that plaster a more unified look. Sometimes they can't. And of course, the stains will eventually fade over time. And it's one of those things where time may heal some of those marks on the plaster. Other times, time won't heal anything that you do to the pool. So be cautious when you're treating the pool for algae, black algae, any kind of rust stains. You just don't want to damage that surface. I guess it's kind of like the same oath the doctors take, the do no harm oath. And you should probably take the same oath when you're treating a customer's pool. Do no harm because then, of course, the customer is going to notice it. It's kind of glaring sometimes when you do something like this. And it's better to not do the treatment or do a light treatment or just use a copper algicide versus leaving some kind of damage on the plaster. Looking for other podcasts I recorded, you can find those on my website, swimmingprolearning.com. On banner, there's a podcast icon. Click on that, and then a drop-down menu of over 1,200 podcasts will appear there. And if you're interested in the coaching program that I offer, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.